and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, welcome to the Conspiracy Castle. I am your conspiracy asshole. Primetime 99, Alex Stein on the grind all the time. And I just got to bring him on. We got a comedian, a fellow truther, Chino Sanchez. Welcome to the Conspiracy Castle. How are you doing, my friend? You're playing the guitar. I can tell you're like me. You're an attention uh, hog like me, so you can't. You got to do something, you know. You got to do something in the intro. You know, we have to put our stank on it, I call it. So thank you for being such a it's such a pleasure to have you on, Tina. I know you're a very funny, free thinker. Let me give you a little better intro. You're the man. Welcome to the castle. How are you doing uh, this afternoon, my friend? I am the king of the clean clan room. That's a uh, leaving Las Vegas reference for anybody paying attention. Okay. Uh, I'm great. Good to meet you. Okay, so tell me this. The Leaving Las Vegas reference. I got to turn you up a little bit. That's one of my favorite movies. Nicolas Cage's uh, uh, last role that he won the Academy Award. And have you seen Have you seen his the trailer for his new movie? Supposedly he has a new movie called Pig that just came out. And it's supposedly his best movie yet. Have you heard about this, Tino? Well, I lost track of him since Leaving Las Vegas. He's done a lot of shite since then. Um, but no, I haven't. And if it's anything like, uh, I don't do coke, sorry, I'm scratching my nose. Um, I don't, I haven't paid attention, but I'll definitely keep an eye out. Okay, well here. The clean, let... the clean clang room, that was one of my favorite lines from that movie, when he got busted in the nose, and then she goes, are you okay? He goes, I'm the king of the clean clang room. Anyway, go ahead. Yeah, well that movie's awesome. Sky Bear, my cat won't stop going crazy. That The reason that movie is so good is because he goes to Las Vegas, he just decides to uh, end his life, basically. I'm trying to grab my cat. He'll come here in a second. Oh, I got, you're going to see dogs running past. Yeah, well, I'm an animal nut. I don't even eat meat. But okay, so what I'm saying, we're talking about leaving Las Vegas real quick. I want to talk about Nicolas Cage because I want to show the trailer to his new movie. This is literally, this movie's getting rave reviews because I want everybody to see it. And uh, well, what are you showing? Your finger? What's up? Oh, because you were talking about your cats. I have uh, Peace, Love, and Pitbulls is my rescue training for Pitbulls organization. I can't figure out how to do this. There it is. And pit bulls are great dogs, you know, but to be honest, so, so yeah. I, I have a pit bull. Really? It's, it's, it's my dad's dog. It was originally my dog. Then I moved into this mm-hmm. apartment. You couldn't have pit bulls. So then my, you know, I tried to have it. I had it in the apartment. I got caught with it. And so I, so I put it in my dad's thinking I would get the dog back. My dad's taking over the dog. That's what happens. Now I have a bunch of cats. I love ginger. She's a great dog. I fuck with her all the time. I always have to take her on walks. She's awesome. She's one of the most loyal, sweetest, best dogs ever. But at the dog park, she is a bitch ass. She will, she will intimidate other dogs. She, I'm saying, as a pit bull, as you as a pit bull, why she does kind of fit the intimidating snap at. Why does she do well, that? You know. Well, here's the thing. Uh, I've been so before I started doing comedy, uh, I fell into dog training because I had four really well-behaved pit bulls from this company out here in Vegas uh, called Sit Mean Sit. And I sent so much business their way. I was a DJ for many years, and I decided I wanted I'm not, I was going to do that till I was 60. So what am I going to do? I fell into the dog training thing even before the comedy thing. And from a dog trainer who's been training, uh, that's uh, I went out to LA to do comedy, but I really was able to get out there because a guy hired me to be his lead trainer for this company out there. And from a trainer who's been training since since 04, he's going after his cats. And he's in his shorts, too, just like oh, I, I am. I had to freaking go. Okay, this, this cat. Ah, he's, he's, got the suit. Okay. he's got the no. suit with the shorts, but I got the T-shirt with the shorts. He's I know. It's all shorts, an but... illusion. It's all an illusion. I tell you. It's not. This is not CNN. Even Brian Stelter's fat ass wears okay. freaking shorts. If Skyber won't shut up unless I give him full attention because he knows. he. If I wasn't going live right now, he wouldn't say a damn thing. He'd be quiet as a church mouse, but he knows. See, look at that. Okay, okay, but Ginger is so sweet. But but with with my dad's other dogs too. She's a girl. She has to be the king of that pack. Like she's a dikey kind of girlish kind of dog. What? Why is that, Tina? Why is a pit bull? She kind of like that. You think? Okay. So what I was saying was, after I started training in 04 professionally, like really got into it and did like every day uh, working with dogs. Dog parks are not, just listen to anybody listening, I'm sure there's a lot of dog lovers. We seem to be, well, we seem to be better people, the conspiracy theorists and the free thinkers. So you probably have a lot of people with dogs. Do not take your dogs to dog parks. This thing blows people's minds. It blew my mind when I first thought about it because we had a dog park, a really nice one that opened here when I first moved into this house. And there's there's a Tara Stein, I think it's Tara Stein, I think is her last name. Mm. Um is a dog trainer wrote a great article about it. Caesars was the first one I heard say it. 
dog parks are not proper socialization. The problem is you put them in there. People are on their phone in Vegas. You got the women in their fucking high heels at the dog mm -hmm. park, not paying attention on TikTok, and mm -hmm. it turns into Lord of the Flies. And the problem is, the best way I heard it was this old man at the dog park. He said, "The pit bulls never start the fights, but they will finish it." So yeah. here's the thing: the way I talk about pit bulls is I liken them to MMA fighters. MMA fighters fighters are the nicest people. I've I've been doing jujitsu for over 15 years. I'm a jujitsu black belt. I know all these UFC fighters. They're the nicest guys ever. But if you piss them off, you're going to get beat up. And by the way, not mauled. You're going to get beat up and then they'll let you go. They're not going to stomp your head like BLM. So uh, do not. I would recommend not doing dog parks. If you're going to do dog parks, find a group of people like playdates that you know. Because... You're gonna get that, and then and then and if there's a fight, you Tina, got I've been bit. I've been bit. I had my thumb bit breaking up a dog fight. I was the one that got bit uh, with uh, with your dog. No, with the other dog, with the German Shepherd. My but my oh, dog okay. was the one fighting so, with it. But me putting, I didn't realize. I tried to put my hand in between it and the German Shepherd, which is fine. Yeah, I didn't get mad. It's yeah, totally my fault. Yeah, hundred yeah. percent my fault. So the thing, but is, it was my first instinct to grab at their mouth. You know, as pit bull advocates or anybody who loves these dogs. You're, you're setting your dog up for failure because you get in these dog parks and if there's any fight, who's going to get the blame? The pit bull. Yeah. So that's why, I mean, my joke before was, you know who's really happy about COVID right now? Pit bulls and pit bull owners because there's no spotlight on them anymore because everything's going to COVID. Um, well, well, Miami, yeah. did you know in Miami you, and the whole city of Miami, you can't have a pit bull, I don't think, Tino. Did you know that? It's Dade. There's a couple of, um, yeah, there's a couple of counties out there. So, if, so they, if they get a dog, do they just euthanize a pit bull if they find it, I guess? I mean, I'm I don't, sure. I don't, know, how it, I don't know how it is now out there, but um, a lot of places are loosening up because they realize how retarded this is. And, you know, this is, this is the left again. This is everybody. Gavin Newsom likened them to polar bears. He said they were polar bears. And then when he was run, running for governor, oh, he backed that shit up like, you know, like Biden. I mean, well, so you think he, he lied to get what the Mexican vote or something to get oh, the yeah, black yeah, vote? Yeah. He wanted to get the 100%. Latino and, and uh, pit bull crowd. He, yeah. That was one of his platforms to go after pit bulls and pit bull owners. Yeah. Guys have come back way before that. But mm -hmm. that's what opened me up. My open eyes up. This is a good segue to conspiracy is I was around in the 80s and I saw what they did and how they demonized these dogs and how the press would just, if it bleeds, it leads, would completely lie. There was a story that went around that a Sharpay mauled someone or bit someone and the, the press was so bloodthirsty and so full of shit that they said that it was a, a, an Asian pit bull. So it was a Sharpay. So they said it was an Asian pit bull because they just pit bull, pit bull, pit bull, pit bull, get eyes on your, your side, clicks on your side demonize this dog so i noticed from that i was like oh the press is full of shit and i learned that in the eight in the late 80s how full of shit the press is so that's what really opened my eyes my eyes up to we're getting this information from the mainstream media the cathedral michael malice calls them and all they do is lie it's rules for radicals it's Saul Linsky. Whoa. it's right out of the book i just want to say this for me i didn't realize that the media was totally fake i didn't realize it until at literally, every, into the lead up in 2016, every news outlet, every comedy, Trump had 0% chance to win. Trump had 0% chance to win. The day yeah. of the election, the New York Times said Trump had a uh, 0.1% chance. Hillary had a 99.9% .9 chance to win. On the day of the election, New York Times, this is that top editorial news. I was reading all of this. I was dating a girl that's a bleeding heart liberal and I'm like, okay, but this is, I mean, not bleeding hard, but just more liberal thinking, thinking Hillary's going to win. We, I mean, I thought Hillary's going to win. I didn't think Trump had a chance because I believed all that stuff. Once I saw a Trump won in a basic landslide, dude, I said, that's it. That, that was yeah. the last nail in the coffin that the media will literally say whatever, whatever they want. And when CNN makes fun of conspiracy theories, you were teasing me because you said, oh, we shouldn't call ourselves conspiracy theorists. Well, I say we should own it because that's what the yeah. uh, CIA yeah. wanted to do to demonize people looking into the official story yeah. of JFK. Yeah. But uh, I'm just saying it, it's just a very interesting thing to think about, Tina. What is your And that's what that's you. Have you guys had Sam Tripoli on here? 
Uh, I have had. I did a show with Sam, okay. and, then I, and I'm going on his show again in a, in a month. Sam's the man. Awesome. Yeah, Sam's awesome. awesome. Yeah. Well, that's what he says. He said uh, that that's why he calls his podcast Tinfoil Hat. He goes, let's own it. And yes. The, the thing is, there's a great meme going around that I just posted. It said that we didn't need fact checkers until the truth started coming out. And I mean, all these people on the left, I mean, the original left was like free speech. And, you know, I mean, it's it's, it's morphed. It's 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 twisted. But Tina, let me cut you off. I'm not even some conservative. I doubt you're some conservative. The left has just gone too far. I'm sure you're somewhere right. in the middle. I mean, I'm in right. the middle. Right. I'm not some like uh, Matt Gaetz, uh, ooh, uh conservative. I hate the freaking right. They suck, too, to be honest. I, yeah, am, sure all Dave, I am all Dave Smith now. Have you guys had yeah, Dave Yeah, libertarian. Smith I haven't, but yes. he's a great guy, yeah. I'm all yeah. Dave Smith. I'm even leaning toward anarchism after I'm reading Michael Malice's um, uh, anarchist guidebook. Um, really, Murray Rothbard's got he, all the stuff he's got in there. So he's he's definitely down with Dave Smith. But the more I think about it, and the more I'm reading this book, I'm like, yeah, I think I might be an anarchist. Just no government. We don't need them. Everything can be privatized. We already know that everything that you want, you want to send a send a message, a mail, something important. You don't use postal service. Use FedEx. You use UPS. You want your kids to go to a good school? You don't go to public school. You go to private. Everything privatized is better. No government, less government. That's what I say. Yeah, I agree. But see, I just also look at things like big, um, you know, I look at big pharma and I look at it like this. Why does insulin cost $200 in America, but $2 in Mexico? Like, so the government, you know, if it did regulate some stuff, you know, it could regulate some stuff in our favor. It just doesn't, you know, I mean, they don't. don't. If it did, then that would be good. If the government regulated some crap in in our favor, they gave everybody a house, universal basic income, all this stuff that sounds like that. If they were actually honorable and it kind of, it could maybe, it wouldn't ever be a utopia. The idea could work, but the government doesn't work for us. They just work to manage us. We're just sheep that they want to shepherd. We're not, they don't want to actually give us any quality of life. They, as a matter of fact, want us to have a bad quality of life. So we just are too blind to see what's really going on. Yes, just so we can be nice little sheep going from cubicle to cubicle with the with the bell crony capitalism. The reason why meds are so so expensive is because the government got involved. The reason why the education system is so fucked up is because the government got involved. Everything they touch, it's like that guy in the Bronx tale, mush. Everything they touch is mush. The government needs to stay the fuck out of everybody's business. Can I curse on this page? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We don't care. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Say fuck, oh. shit, piss. It's all at school with us. Yeah, I know. Let it, let it, let it fly, as we say. But no, we just live in the 1984 George Orwell, like, uh, we're like, even here on YouTube, we can't say anything. Like, we have to say, like, I love Anthony Fauci. We love the CDC. Everything that Who recommends is great. And, uh, <laughs> you know, uh, everything is safe and effective. So, you know, we have to say that here, you know, at the Conspiracy Castle. But that's the world we live in. Like, you really can't, uh, you literally can't speak freely already. It's really already Orwellian. So how do you see that as a stand-up comedy? Like, what's the pulse of the room? I mean, are people... Because really and truly, let's look at everybody. Here in Texas, they lifted the mask mandates. And now now it's pretty much nobody's wearing a mask. But at the beginning, a lot of people were in masks when they didn't need to. And I'm hearing in states where they've lifted the mask mandates in other states, people are still wearing it, you know, because they still want to. So it's like, you know, as a comedian, are those audiences still kind of afraid and wearing their masks? Or what is your... uh, Sam and I were out in uh, Austin right the day before they lifted the mask mandate. Was that March? I believe so. It was a few months ago. Who knows? Uh, so we were out there and, and we were doing a, a show outside of Austin, Gauss, Texas, I believe. And um, the thing that I've noticed, well, Sam's got his own crowd. And I love playing to Sam's crowd because they are, they're not woke. They're really awake. So uh, when I do shows, people know usually what they're coming to do. I did a show here in Vegas last Tuesday. And the guy who runs it has a big kind of lefty yoga following you know i hate to say it but the yoga people are are all woke and i like yoga i think some yogis are kind of woke i do too i do too and and by the way by the way he is definitely down with free speech and you know the right to bear arms he's definitely a patriot but i was worried that his don't say that dude patriot that means you're domestic terrorist you're not allowed are you you're not allowed to be on my show we're anti joe biden is the king of all life yes and kamala harris is the queen of all life and being a patriot is a domestic terrorist so uh, we don't like that being pro patriot act is what i was saying okay yes that's it you're pro patriot act there you go we're pro patriot act um so i went in there thinking i was gonna get because the thing is is Patrice O'Neill, great comedian, once said, 
uh, it's no fun unless you're offending 20% of the audience. So that's what I'm looking to like. I want 20% of the audience going, ooh, maybe even like, you know, not not liking it. Um, so I went in there and I did that. So I was living in LA before the shutdown and I would go to the comedy store and there is still real com comics who aren't woke, who aren't playing by these stupid lines, Tony Hinchcliffe, Sam Tripoli, even uh, Dane Cook. I mean, there's there's Rogan. There's people out there. Chappelle. There's people out there. That that's about it. Yeah, I think you might have named yeah. them all. No, there's like, more. There's a lot. Well, Chris D'Elia doesn't though. Chris D'Elia is real uh, anti-conspiracy, and I like Chris, and he's yeah, anti-conspiracy. Yeah. You know, and I want to, and I do. I still like Chris. I don't. You don't have to be a conspiracy theorist for me to like you. Yeah, yeah. I yeah, still think he's funny and cool, but he's really kind of anti-conspiracy. He's, uh, yeah, he's a little, but then he got, you know, the snake eating its own tail. I know, he and got, I'm not even, I don't even want to poo-poo on him. I'm just saying. He it got just, bit. He got bit, and it's just funny, yeah. though. Like, all those, like, and even Tim Dillon, he's like this champion conspiracy theorist, but even he kind of dabbles in and out. It's funny, it's a very yeah. thin line that you have to start walking once you actually get the spotlight on you. Like, Rogan has to, you know, because he's a conspiracy I'm, nut, but he has to act like he's somewhat normal. Yeah, him, Rogan, and Tim Dillon, especially Tim Dillon. Like, Tim Dillon's got a ton of, like, because people, Rogan's at the point where people, like, write him off. So he's he's got his group. But Tim Dillon is, like, the new Rogan. Like, he's coming up, and he's great. And I love how he slips stuff in there. And it's it's I think it's clever how he's doing it. He's doing it more of, and Rogan's like that, too. More of, oh, gee, I don't know. What do you think about this? Which is Which is great. I mean, the thing is, and I and I, I don't want to poo poo on Rogan either. I mean, my favorite's Eddie Bravo, though. You know, now he doesn't have yeah, Eddie on yeah. the show. So I say, Eddie's, I'm, yeah. I really love Eddie. I mean, Eddie's like my yeah. hero. So yeah. if my that's my one complaint. You know, people like to make fun of Joe. I actually like Joe because he he showed me a lot of stuff, showed me a lot of hip stuff that I didn't know about. But at the same time, he's still not as he could be a lot. He could be like Sam Tripp, Sam Tripoli. He freaking takes it hardcore. Uh, and yeah. that's, that's where these people, I wish they would go there, but they are afraid. There is a, a fine line that they have to, the matrix. They want to stay a little bit plugged into the matrix. E even I do it. E we all even did do, you know, try to plug into rea the fake reality that society lives a little bit uh -huh. just, just to fit in, just for self-preservation, I think. I think we need Rogan the way he is because he's the, the gateway drug to get mm. you to Sam Tripoli, to get you to Alex Jones. Uh, 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 Alexis. Well, Alex Jones is a king, dude. I love Alex Jones. I mean, yeah, and, and yeah. people like there's like you could com make a complaint about Alex Jones, but man, he showed me so much stuff, and he's the bomb diggity. He's the top. He's the king of all conspiracy when it really comes down to it. So you can't ever no, he, hate on on the, Alex Jones. He's a Nostradamus, and I tell he people, is. I go, I go, you know, everything. He's like eighty percent, maybe even more. And you can't say that about CNN. You can't say that about any mainstream media uh, about predictions and about what's going to happen. And I mean, he called he called all this stuff. He was talking about Epstein Island twenty years ago. Yeah, but about this thing, you know, you know, real quick, I had to cut you off because Epstein Island thing. I was just reading an article on Daily Mail. They were talking about Necker Island, um, which is N E C K E R Island for the freaking the artificial intelligence that's probably checking this is owned by Richard Branson. And they talk about how that, like, so it's out in the open that these people have had islands, but like, he was the one that was the first person saying, hey, they're doing stuff with kids, they're doing stuff on the planes. He was the first one to really say that. So I just always bring that up. And then another thing they always make fun of is the gay frogs, but the frogs are becoming asexual and like yes, reproducing yes. on their own. So that's yes. real, Tino. Yes, yes, yes. The only thing was, and the other thing was, is he wasn't really sold on the, S-A-N-D-Y-H-O-O-K. No, we can't even say that. And I'm doing an interview all about that with a guy. I can't even say his name. Uh, we're doing it uh, Thursday, the 29th, I believe. But that, yeah, that school, we cannot talk about on this show at all on right. YouTube right. at all. Right. Not even close. Well, I was saying was he wasn't, that wasn't his stance. There was someone no. had, I mean, but the thing is they scrubbed everything. So he can't even defend himself of what he was saying or what he didn't say. And there's that meme again that we didn't need fact checkers. But he was 100% right. He's the man. He's the man. Alex Jones yes. is right about that. Yes. But uh, yes, that is like forbidden to talk about. See, there's a platform called Rockfin, which Sam is actually one of the biggest leaders yeah. of getting people on. Uh, we're on Rockfin right now. And there we could say whatever we want about it. But we're on YouTube right now. There's 88 people watching on YouTube. So we're doing really good. I don't want to. I don't want to just kick off over there right now. We got 88 people. Now, as soon as I say that, a person leaves. 
uh, 87. But uh, yes, that that school, you cannot ever talk about that. You know, like that is like, boom, instant strike. So, uh, you know, the official narrative sucks. You can't go against it. Yeah. that's And that's with everything. 9-11, the Rona, everything. I mean, they've been... When did you find out about 9-11? When did you come become hip to 9-11? Well, just look, just watching it. Building 7, hello? Mm-hmm. <laughs> but did you learn that from, like, Rogan? Did you learn that from... No, no, I just like, okay, wait a minute. So, like, that building in, in, in Florida, like, okay, they're, they're just fall on themselves, and now they're blaming climate change for that one, and, and it's like, no, 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 this is not the story. And then I knew from... Actually, you know what? My, my uncle was a huge conspiracy theorist. I remember growing up as a kid, him talking about the Illuminati, him the Zapruder film. And at, at one time we thought Kennedy was being shot by the driver. It looked like he's doing this, but it's the guy's head sitting next to him that looks like the, like a shine of a gun. Have you heard this theory? What is the Kennedy theory that you're about to say? No, I don't think that, I've heard that it. The God, that the driver turns around like this and shoots Kennedy. Yeah, uh, but I have that he, the driver turns around. I I haven't uh, I have not heard that one, but I've heard. Yeah, well, that know. was okay. Yeah. yeah, we're going back like someone when my uncle was alive, so he died in like early two thousand. But no, that's that was anyway. My my uncle got me hip to all this stuff, and so since then I was like, oh yeah, yeah, the magic bullet and all that stuff, and yeah, dude, the government. Is not uh, in the business of the Carlin joke. Uh, they're in a big club, and you're not invited. No, so. dude, you're not a part of it, Tino. You're not at all. So I see that you got the guitar. You had the guitar. Tell me that. Do you, are you, do you bring the guitar on stage? I haven't ever. Yeah, seen that, I, you know? I've been. Uh, so I was a musician for many years before um, I uh, started doing comedy, and I kind of incorporated it. I, I got some songs that I wrote, like um, the one that I just finished is, do you guys remember, I don't know, you're too young. Do they still do Schoolhouse Rock? Do you remember that? Yeah, Saturday? everybody knows Schoolhouse Rock. I am young. Do they still do that? Young. I'm wondering if they still I don't do that. know. So, well, I mean, I don't know, but I, I learned a bunch of shit. What's some of the most famous songs we learned on Schoolhouse Rock? Conjunction, what's your function? Yeah, yeah, yeah I mean, yeah, yeah, but, yeah. Okay, so what did you learn? What Schoolhouse Rock are you about to do? What, what oh, you, what I've got... Learn? I've got tons. I've got one about safe spaces. I just wrote. I got one about uh, Bill, um, Creepy Joe. I'm just a okay, shill well, instead. Of well, this, Bill. Is, this is what I want you to write a song about, and I want you to give your opinion. What do you think about uh, Laurel Hubbard, the first transgendered Olympian, uh, competing for New Zealand in the upcoming Olympics? Uh, oh, there's, you know. there's. Uh, oh, actually, I, I wrote a, jo- a joke about Shikari Richardson, and I reference that because you can't smoke weed but you can you know have a dick so uh, my stance is what any normal person and what feminists should be screaming about and what rogan got in trouble for is no 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 you maybe you got to make your own bathroom so to speak maybe you make your own category but you can't have biological men compete against women it's just re- re- it's ridiculous it's just i, I, I can't believe it. I love it. It makes the gambling way better. Now I have way better odds. <laughs> and you're in That's Vegas. Great. That's what I'm saying. So I'm about to be That's out there great. with you. I got a better bunch of money. Dude, I'm about to, Tino, I'm about to get rich. This bitch is about to get me rich. So you're sitting That's there hilarious. freaking singing the blues. Well, I'm out here counting checks, dog. No, I'm really excited. Makes, so yes, yeah. That I'm makes happy. me want to go. That makes me want to go join and and win some gold medals. Shit, why not? Why not? But honestly, Tino, if you are not, if I'm not in Vegas, I'm sending you a FedEx and you're going to lay some money on Laurel Hubbard because she's taking home the gold. She has all that testosterone. They're letting her compete? Yeah, yeah, that's 100% official. There's a woman, Laurel Laurel Hubbard. who. Wait a minute, what was that I heard about? They weren't letting, wasn't there a trans runner that they weren't letting run? No, but people have said that uh, Shikari Richardson uh, looks like a man. But no, here, let me show you the. So let me show you all about Laurel Hubbard. This is no, the, I know, I. Got, this I is on here. Here, let me. I'll show you right now. Okay, this is this is Laurel Hubbard. <clears throat> Laurel Hubbard, IOC will not stop transgender weightlifter from competing at Tokyo. So they're gonna let her. Uh, uh, world. Yes, IOC President Thomas. Let me put you. Uh, no, this is beautiful, dude. We're about. I'm about to get rich. I'm about to get rich, dude. I don't know why you're not gonna win any money. You're gonna. You're gonna. 
You're gonna have to spend five hundred dollars to win a hundred. It's gonna. I'm gonna spend fifty thousand though, so it doesn't matter. I'm gonna. I'm. Gonna, oh, I'm putting. Okay. I'm putting every dollar that I have, every cryptocurrency. <laughs> Nobody's gonna take that bet. Oh yes, they are. I'm going straight <laughs> to the Caesar's Palace. I'm going straight to Caesar's Palace, Las Vegas Boulevard, and I'm going That's in there with my Laurel Hubbard jersey, my weightlifting jersey, like that, with my same fake breast. Uh, IOC President Thomas Bach was asked whether he supported the New Zealand weightlifter Laurel Hubbard becoming the first transgender woman to compete at the Olympics. He said, the rules are in place and the rules have to be, apply have to be applied. You cannot change the rules during an ongoing qualification system. Bach added that the upcoming games will be safe and secure despite a positive test in the Olympic Village. So, yeah, I mean, so honestly, I think this is, let's, okay, let's see. Uh, Laurel, I can't even spell her name. Laurel Hubbard gambling odds let's see what they Talk are about rest your own laurels okay let's see what they are i mean dude why is she being overrated in the olympics this for that picture reminds me of a uh, pet detective she's at plus 250 so i bet a hundred dollars to win 250 dollars right and she's plus 250 dude you're talking to the only guy in vegas that doesn't know how to gamble I'm pretty sure that's what that means. So I bet a hundred. See, like she's the top dog. You bet a hundred to win a hundred. So she's the she's the favorite. Laura Hubbard, Who's the favorite? This woman, Lee Win. Get the fuck out of here! She's yeah, not this here. I look her up. This is the favorite, Lee Win Win. There's no way. There's, no way they're making a woman the favorite. Yes, the woman is the favorite, dude. For the odds, man. You don't understand. This is Lee Win Win. She she looks, dude. Oh. This she does look like a very tough competitor. Dude, you're telling me that she does, you don't think she could beat Laurel Hubbard? Here, I'll show you. Well, Laurel. if there if there look if at Laurel that, Hubbard, look at Laurel Hubbard, some trans guy girl from like Delaware, or this woman who's like been in the CCP eating rice in like a dungeon, lifting weights her whole entire life. You're telling me, put, dude? I had to put some money on Laurel. Yep. Honest to God, you're telling me you're not. Look at that form, dude. No, dude, no. There's no way. There's no way anybody's beating that guy. Sorry. You're serious, dude. You're telling me you think that over... Dude, honest to God. That or that? Yeah, man. Yeah. Wow, yeah. dude. This is determined. Nate, dude, this is like... She's like the freaking LeBron James of female weightlifters. I really think you're underestimating... Lee Winwin. I mean, I really, I just don't know. Lee, I mean, that's her name, Winwin. Yeah, yeah Lee Winwin. Win. This is that's it. Great. Right here, Lee Winwin. Yeah, so, and she's gonna win, dude. That's how you know it's an Illuminati Bro. game because they're gonna, they're not gonna let Laurel Hubbard win gold. They're gonna give oh, it. Oh, you know, you know what? Good point, man. Good point. That reminds me of Roy Jones Jr. in Korea Olympics. They totally robbed him. They told, yeah, I, duh, China. Like they're gonna play fair. Absolutely, you're right, sir. Yeah. My money's on win-win. Win-win's probably going to have some fake plates on there. <laughs> Who knows? Lord knows what they're going to do. I don't know. But Bet, we, bet yeah. your Bitcoin on win-win. I think win-win is going to win-win. And they're going to all laugh. They're going to be like, hee, 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 oh, we put the hee, win-win, and then win-win, that one. Uh, I didn't so, think about that. You're right, man. I didn't think about that. You got to do every angle with society. You're right. right. I mean, they're they're coming at us. Uh, the brainwashing is coming at us. Uh, unstoppable. Uh, so you're joking. You're not coming out to Vegas, are you? Not to free. I mean, eventually, I mean, I come out everywhere. I mean, I go to Vegas. I go wherever. But I, I used to go to Vegas a lot more. And I just went on my first trip in 14 months. I flew to Tampa and wore. I, I haven't worn a mask all since this thing started. I'm anti-mask. But what Except I'm saying. I wore it on the fucking plane like a bitch ass. Because yeah. one time I flew at the very beginning of the pandemic when there was at the very start when there wasn't even really mask rules and like like you know I kind of didn't have to wear it was it wasn't an FDA rule when I flew when it was the very start when it wasn't an FDA rule first so the airlines couldn't enforce it but people were wearing them I didn't. Um, you know what the trick is? You just say you're a Democrat from Texas, uh, avoiding your vote, the voting uh, duties. To you know the the just happened. Yeah, I know, but I want to say that this was the best election that's ever been done, the most fair election, mm -hmm. and Joe Biden's the greatest president that there ever was and ever will be, and the most popular. Yes, you know? yes, yes. He's yes. more yep. popular than Barack Obama. He's more popular than Trump will ever be. Joe that's Biden right. is he's the most powerful, the best president, smartest president, most handsome president, and his son Hunter is the best artist. I see you have some art on the wall. What do you think about Hunter Biden's art collection and how he's able to sell it? To anonymous uh, buyers. 
Oh yeah, totally legit. Totally. Yeah. They're not not a fence, not a not a scheme at all. Just total thumbs up. Isn't that crazy? We have a White House that literally the, the the first kid can just sell some. He can like literally he could take his shit on a canvas. He could wear gloves and poop on it and write his name Hunter and poop and sell that for half a million dollars to a guy in China or a guy in who knows where for influence. I think that. I think there's video of that on his laptop, actually, what you just described. And that's what I'm saying. Oh, and, and dude, I read this article. I don't even want to pull it up. It's just so it's so sad. This father, oh, my gosh, I should pull it up, but I don't even want to. It's, this is a bad vibrational. I read it so sick. This father killed his son because his son found pictures of his dad in red lingerie eating poop out of a diaper. And teased the dad, took a picture of the photo and teased the dad and sent it to the dad. And the dad got so mad. I should pull it up. Let me pull it up. Okay. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Wait, 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 wait. wait. Who died? Let me show you this article. I, I, sh- I got to pull this up. Dad kills son because. Oh, the dad killed the son. Of him eating poop diaper. Oh, my God. This is insane. This is like, this is the, okay, this is so insane. This article is. People are gonna be like, "What the hell?" Let me show you. Dude, this you gotta thing. send. You gotta send. I'm gonna look for that. You gotta, no, here I'm, I'm gonna show you right now. Here, look at this. Okay, okay, look at my screen. It's hard to read it, but father killed his son, 13, after the boy found and mocked compromising photos of him eating feces from a diaper he was wearing and posing in women's clothes with makeup on. Dylan Redwine, 13, disappeared from dad's Colorado home in November 2012. His remains were found scattered across mountains in Colorado in 2013. In 2015, the teenager's skull was found just one and a half miles away from his dad's home. Mark Redwine was arrested on Saturday and charged with second-degree murder. He's being held in Washington on $1 million bond and faces extradition to Colorado. Mother, Elaine Hall, says she always believed her ex-husband was responsible. She and Redwine appeared on Dr. Phil in 2013, blaming each other for the death. Wow. A father was allegedly uh, led to kill his 13-year-old son after the boy found compromising photos of him in diapers and eating feces. Dylan Redwine went missing in November 2012 while on a court-ordered visit with his father, Mark, in Colorado. See, that's supposed to be, okay, I think they, him and his dad didn't get along. The child's remains were found seven months later scattered in southwestern Colorado mountains by wild animals. Dude, he killed his son and fed him to wild animals. Prosecutors now say that Redwine may have killed Dylan after he was confronted about the disturbing pictures. Redwine was arrested on Saturday and indicted by a grand jury with charges of second-degree murder and child abuse, resulting in the death after the four-and-a-half-year investigation. Redwine is constantly denied playing a role in his son's death and at one point appeared on Dr. Phil to blame his ex-wife for the child's death. So that's the kid. It's poor kid. That dad definitely... Doesn't he look like somebody that would wear lingerie and eat poopy, poop out of a diaper, though? Doesn't he look like that? He looks well, like a poopy this, diaper guy. This is how... I mean, you know, forget what he already did, but this is how demented and screwed up this guy is. How did they know about the pictures? You would think that after your son found them, you would destroy that stuff. This is how into it he is that he still kept all that evidence after well, here, he killed here, his this son. this is it. Corey Redwine, Dylan's older brother, pictured revealed that he had seen the photos. I have seen the photos. It shows him wearing women's clothes and makeup and a diaper and then eating his feces from the diaper. It was disgusting. We couldn't believe it, he said. So the other brother saw it. Redwine was arrested on Saturday and had bail set at $1 million when he appeared in court. So, so uh, it was the other son. In the grand jury indictment, investigators said blood was found in multiple locations in Redwine's living room, including his couch. Cadaver dogs even found the scent of a dead body in various locations in the home, according to the indictment. Corey Redwine, Dylan's older brother, revealed that he had seen the photos. I have seen the photos. It shows him wearing di- women's clothes and makeup and eating and a diaper and then eating his feces from the diaper. It was disgusting. We couldn't believe it, he told ABC7. Dylan's mother, Elaine Hall, added that she believes her son confronted her ex-husband about the photos and was murdered for it. He may have said something that just didn't sit well with Mark, and Mark reacted in a very violent way. Obviously, Dylan is no longer here, Hall said on February 2015th podcast. Redwine is being held in Bellingham, Washington on a million-dollar bond and is facing extradition to Colorado, the Durango Herald reported. However, the issue of whether he will fight extradition will be decided at a later date after confusion over whether Redwine was offered his right to waive the hearing. On Monday, the court was given an outline of the charges against him and bail was set. So, uh, let's hear him on Dr. Phil. Can we use your home to showcase... Yeah, here, this is going to play some stupid freaking interview. On an all-new Dr. Phil... The search for 13-year-old Dylan Redwine has gone national. Their son vanished three months ago. 
Mark and I have not spoken at all. He goes missing and y'all trade text messages? She never called me. Why do I have to call you when you lost our son? That doesn't make sense. They point fingers at each other. I have suspicions that Elaine could be involved in this. It's a national mystery. Did you or did you not take your sons on two occasions without telling their mother? And a Dr. Phil exclusive. I didn't lose Dylan. Then why is he gone? That's a question we all have to ask, but no, nobody's got the answer. No, you have to ask that question. You had him. Where is he? All new Dr. Phil. It's so obvious that he definitely killed his son. I mean, it's like, after that video, he looks like just terrible alcoholic. I think it's just pretty obvious that he's responsible for it. Well, how did his mom, his his wife, not know about his <clears throat> deviant behavior? And, and here's the sickest part about this, is he ate his own shit. Now, I've met women, and this is an old saying... That when you meet a hot chick, I'll eat a mile of your shit to see where it comes well, from. Well, I, I was now, gonna say I've done some d disgusting things to a girl's <laughs> behind that I just met. So before now, I haven't licked poop out of a diaper, but go ahead, keep going. Well, I'm here's listening. well, here's the thing. It's like okay, maybe it's a hot chick, and you're eating her. her I mean. But your own, oh, dude, that's right. No, dude, I would never, your own, unless it's actually, but I would never eat my own turds. But man, I don't mind the smell of my own gas, to be honest. Everybody likes their own brew when it comes to that. But what, what Tino, you know, we're going, we're going out of left field. This guy's eating poop out of a diaper <laughs> and killing his son. That's insane. That's the world we live in where this reactionary. Oh, and then, and then, dude, it, even worse, I got to pull up this thing on Twitter. Well, shoot, I don't even want to show this video because it's like this kid just shooting another kid point blank. Uh, but with in New, what in new york this because uh, it, it'll get us a strike on youtube is violent but a kid outside of a, a a store is like caught right on the outside security just the him and he starts arguing this guy pulls a gun out of his jacket and shoots a guy four times in the stomach and it's just like clear footage and i'm just saying it's all these young kids are shooting each other we're in we're a very violent society i know you're in las vegas but like are, are you worried about your safety i mean you seem like a pretty free guy i don't think you live in fear at all but is there some is there is 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 our safety uh being threatened um well in la I in la moved. yeah actually answer that question for la first sorry cut you off but... i just so i was i moved i was living there for three years um and then right uh jesus i was only there for two years before the whole place shut down uh i was out there doing the comedy um and the underpasses i mean i just went back there to do some shows a couple weeks ago and the underpasses that weren't messy now look like the Book of Eli. I mean, it is turning in to the Walking Dead in L.A. I mean, they're just, it's the urban sprawl, but it's the sprawl is the homeless people. And they're, I mean, you could just go get a tent and pitch up on Sunset and have Sunset property for free. So you got to be careful. Is Sunset Boulevard with a bunch of tents on Sunset Boulevard? Uh, I don't remember that. That was more of a joke. But well, it's uh, I know, I know, I know. There's people. On oh, the you know Hollywood. Hollywood, Hollywood Boulevard. There's tents. So Sam lives. Sam lives really close to Hollywood Boulevard, and we would go walk his dog, and just, I mean, just on the sidewalks, right on, right off of Hollywood. Just, just tents, just people yeah. sleeping out, and you got to be careful because there's a lot of mentally ill. Most of them are mentally ill. Well, and I lived there. I lived in L.A. for, uh, you know, it was a little under two years in 2011. I moved there right after I moved out of college. And I lived there, and it was just starting to get that. But it wasn't that bad, dude. I lived in a crack shack with a bunch of meth heads near Hollywood Boulevard. Mm -hmm. But it was, like, yeah. still, like, the meth heads had these apartments. You had these apartments. It was 950 bucks. It was, like, a studio, one room. It was the shittiest of the shit, you know. But it wasn't that bad. Now I imagine this, these apartments, dude, I wouldn't live there. At, at, well, at, now. No way. Now these homeless people are emboldened by this the policies. I mean, look look what happened to uh, I think it was Target is closing down three stores in San Francisco because of the theft and no one's getting arrested. I mean, this the the Democratic policies have made it so law-abiding citizens can't live, and all the rights go to these people that are mentally ill. So you always complain, Tino. You should go to San Francisco and go get some free shit. See, that's your problem, Tino. You can't look at opera. You're not an opportunist, opportunist dude. What do you mean? Yeah, right, I, is that you're true? Right. We can go to San Francisco and just get shit free at Target, dude. I'm on my freaking way. Yeah. I'm flying Spirit Airlines, dude. I'm. Yeah, I'm, yeah but, but then I can't you afford to bring. I can't bring the bags back. Yeah, it's too expensive. Damn it. Then you got to worry about shit on the sidewalks and, you know, hepatitis. And there was that one mayor, I think it was L.A., 
who went down there to help clean up and he stepped on something and lost his fucking leg because he what? got in, got infected. Who? I don't know if it was a mayor. I don't know if so it was some, a mayor. Some politician was, got it. Got some his... politician in L.A. He went down there to Skid Row and he was like helping. Or I think there was he, a like, city stepped... councilman or something. But yeah, I think I heard that story too. And he got infected. I, I remember and hearing he something about that. Fucking leg, bro. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. That's it's, disgusting. So anyway, as far as personal safety, I, 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 that was part of the reason I moved back to Vegas is because we have you can you can uh, we have better gun laws here. Let's just put it that way. And. Uh, um, so you have to, you can't be walking around people. I mean, the people, the thing I noticed most about LA when I moved there is the pedestrian entitlement. These people cross the street, not even looking up heads and phone. And I'm like, you know, technically by law, I'm not supposed to hit you, but why would you take that chance? Well, and, it's cause they teach that at the, I got my California license. They say the pedestrian is a right away. They say that so yeah. fucking much. Oh, California is yeah. a walking city, but that's all yeah. bullshit. The roads aren't, you know what I mean? That's all bullshit. Yeah. They give you more fines, more tickets. California is the most penalizational fucking place. You know what I mean? They'll yeah. penalize you yeah. for, for yeah. coughing on the wrong day. Yeah. Cause they're, cause the mismanagement of money and they're going bankrupt and they can need to get squeeze money out any way they can. My point with the whole crossing the walk, yeah. crossing the sidewalk, not looking at is like, you can't be walking around, especially now, especially the way people are getting away with stuff. You can't be walking around the streets in sliders and socks, first of all, and the flip-flops. That blows my mind. It's like uh, Rafi May had a great joke about you can't fight with flip-flops on. Right now, shit is going sideways. You need to be wearing tennis shoes when you're on the street, and you need to have your head on a swivel. You can't be buried in your phone because you might get fucking mugged, and guess what? Nothing's going to happen to the person that mugged you. That's true. Okay, well, I'm pro weed. I bet uh, you're you're in uh, Vegas where now you can have the recreational weed. But before we talk about that, what do you think about the fentanyl crisis? You know, I've had a friend that overdosed and died, so I I stopped drinking. I mean, I'm not anti-alcohol, but I do like to puff the devil's lettuce. But I don't drink, but I so I don't really pop pills or you know take opiates or anything like that. But I know that that it's just killing people. What do you think about the opioid? Crisis? Well, I believe I used to have a bit. I used to have a bit about this. I think it's every 15 minutes. It might be. It might be sooner. Every 15 minutes, someone dies from a prescription drug overdose. What you're talking about. Prince, we lost Prince. We lost Tom, Tom Petty to that shit. Oh, we lost the uh, immortal George Floyd to the same thing. Get fuck out of here. I we, love George Floyd. He's so awesome. He's the best. He's yeah, the he's best awesome. Since Martin Luther awesome. King. He's awesome. He's Black awesome. Lives Matter. He, Go ahead. He was really smart about how he hit his drugs. But, you know, he's anyway. Uh, he's actually a good actor as well. He participated yeah, in a lot of yeah, movies. Yeah, he's good, really good. good. <laughs> Good. Anyway, we, you know, the worst thing to happen for weed every 15 minutes is a white guy fucking starts a ska band and grows dreadlocks. I mean, there's nothing happening with weed that Rogan said it best. The only way you're going to die from weed is if a, a plane dropping illegal weed drops a ton of it on your head. There's no dead bodies. By the way, thank you for bringing up weed. One of my dogs, um, her name was Shorty, lymphoma march 14th 2015 was diagnosed with lymphoma she beat it the vet said she had eight weeks to live she beat it five years we got extra with her five years wow how what did you give her so it's called it's cannabis oil so you're not Mm -hmm. you're not you know rick simpson oil or whatever well uh, i have a page called my dog beat cancer on facebook with cannabis oil and we got to be very careful nothing there's no cancer cures youtube has no cancer cures but go to tino's go to tino's website please everybody right and there's a link to to your stuff everybody go check out tino's stuff we just have to be so careful the medical yeah you know what if you're interested in the cannabis stuff just message me from my instagram that i put on there yeah well, we don't recommend uh, RSO because RSO was Rick okay. Simpson. He made it for himself and for yeah. friends and stuff. But the way he this used, is he different. Used... You got something different. Yeah, well, it's a I don't know. I don't... That... I'm cutting you off. Let me hear you tell what it is because that's all I've heard about when it comes to that oil is the RSO. I've never. There's heard... a different way that he prepared it, like, as opposed to using ethyl alcohol. Uh, we recommend uh, co- coconut oil or some other solvent. But anyway. We, I've, you heard about, I don't know if you guys remember, Tommy Chong beating uh, prostate cancer with cannabis oil. And he's been around. That was a long time ago I remember him dealing with that. So he beat it. Um, I kept hearing about it. I lost a dog in 2012 to sarcoma. I wish I had known about it two years earlier. What is I, that? I, I, is that a heart attack? What is that? Hermangiosarcoma is, sarcoma is a bad cancer that dogs get. And I think people get it too. And it took him. It takes him quick. And I know people in the group that have actually beat hermangiosarcoma remission. And uh, so my girl, the vet said she had eight weeks to live. 
she lasted five years after that because of cannabis oil. So it's it's FICO. They call it full extract cannabis oil, which is like a black tar looking oil. Yeah. And then with tinctures and with CBD. Um, and now we're finding out that CBD from hemp also works because we were led to believe that you needed CBD from cannabis and not hemp to work with THC creating this thing called the entourage effect that fights cancer. So we've learned that you can do CBD from hemp and there's this new CBD called nano CBD which your body absorbs 96% as opposed to the regular CBD where it's like 8 to 13%. And this is for seizures, this is for autoimmune diseases, um, it helped my mother with lupus um, and she, the doctor like, well, I think we might have misdiagnosed you. Uh, but yes, con cannabis oil is a natural. I know plant. this. I know this. On every corner, you can get a bottle of vodka for two ninety nine. But you know the yeah. the FDA says that uh, marijuana has zero medical benefits. So that says yes. it all. Schedule one. Schedule one drugs. Zero one medical drug. benefits. Tina. Yeah, yeah. That? That's right. And so anyway, if you right. have anybody four legs or two, I would at the very least. They're going to be comfortable. They're going to eat. They're going to rest. If you have a dog that's suffering from cancer, at the very least, it'll make them comfortable if they're if it's too late. So I highly recommend cannabis oil. I mean, my dog made it to two weeks shy of her 17th birthday. She made it five extra years after the vet was like, oh, yeah, she'll be gone in, in eight weeks. And we lost her to old age. She was 17. Wow. She couldn't she walk anymore. A, yeah, that's a yeah. long life. She it's couldn't a, walk anymore. She lost her hearing and her eyesight started to go. And then after she couldn't walk anymore, I was like, it's time, the quality of life. But she had five more extra years. So definitely recommend canvas oil. Yeah, it, that kind of scares me, though. It makes me think of my mortality because, like, you know, you think about it. We do take these dogs. So we've, I've had dogs where I've had to carry it. The dog couldn't walk. They had to carry it while it pooped. I mean, you know, for months, you know, for years. I did that for years. Yeah, I did yeah. That for three. I mean, yeah, dogs. and with different dogs, you know, I mean, they've done yeah. years and years with multiple dogs because it happens basically the same. Their legs just start to give out. Um, and then you just eventually just they can't even hardly eat. You can just tell their quality of life is so bad. You kind of take them out. Why don't we do that with humans like Bill Gates will want to euthanize, you know, people or even though we love Bill Gates, you know, it's like, wait, wait is that yeah. the humane thing? You know, I'm saying it's kind of weird that we do this humane thing. We Is that humane to do that to humans? I'd say... I say free helicopter rider for him and Fauci. Yes. Yeah. Well, style. I love Fauci. He's awesome. He's like the best doctor ever. I wish he was my personal doctor. But no, it's just weird to think of my mortality. I hate it. These animals I lose. I think about Skybear sometimes. My cats. I'm like, oh, it's a, it is all this low vibrational energy. It sucks. This is what's even worse. You know, there's a girl I know and I went out with her and she's just a friend of mine now. And she's a, she has like all these dogs. She has like a bunch of show dogs. She's like really into dogs. She has four dogs. And, one of them got out. It's like the sprinter, the special kind of dog, and she can't find it. And she's like going nuts. And I just feel, I don't even, I'm, she's just a friend of mine. My heart hurts because I can just tell that her life is upside down. And that's how I felt like a cat has gotten out for a day. And I'm upside down with myself. I mean, I'm crawling on my hands and knees in the grass looking for cats. It's crazy this control these animals have on us. And I guess my point is, why do we like animals more than humans? You know, <laughs> Because animals don't talk. That's why. That's a good way. That's a good way to sum it up. They don't. They can't say Period. they feedback. They, they don't talk. Then they can't tell on you for being a creep or beating them. And you know, I've I've been an advocate for dogs my whole life, and and uh, I, I I see how impatient I get with them, and I have training, and I go and I stop myself, like I yell, and I'm like, that's so you know. And then when I think about it, it's like it's like yelling at a four year old. It's why are you, they don't understand, and I can't even imagine. The, I mean, I've seen it. I know the abuse that animals take because of people that they get frustrated and they hit them. And they, I mean, I see people, I've been, I've been training, I, I've seen people slap their dog. And I'm like, man, you, <laughs> that's just not the way to do it. And can you imagine what goes on behind closed doors? I mean, yeah, these are, we love, we love animals more than we love people because they're with us, they're around us, they're the most loyal thing ever i mean the loyalty from a dog I, I have this dog that we rescued here and he was abandoned in las vegas in a backyard in a crate they took the bottom of the crate out they cut it out and put a, a, a gate kind of a mesh thing there so that they didn't have to take him out and he is he called, he's named, I named him pony boy he is the sweetest dog he's a pit bull 
that I've ever had. And I and I I don't even have to Pony like, Boy. There's no, hit, there's no hitting him. Just raising my voice and he is so sensitive. And this is a pit bull. By the way, people that know pit bulls, the joke is pit bulls are the worst guard dogs ever. They 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 are, they, they are, are, but they do look they can look they can kind of look the part, but I don't know if they act the part. But I look at it like this too is is humans become NPC non playable characters. And animals are not. They're always a playable character. They're always there to greet us. They're, they're like in the simulation. They're like our comfort. At least they are to me because these cats don't know about my bills. They don't know when I'm stressed about my car breaking down. They don't know when I'm stressed about, you know, a girl dumping me or whatever it is, you know. And yeah. they just, they're always there for me all the same. So I just, it's something about, I see a homeless guy on the side of the road. I'm like, man, that guy needs to get a job. Why is that white dude in his 30s like cracked out? If he just stopped doing crack, that guy could probably get a job. I, I don't have any sympathy for it, but if I see like a, a, a stray cat, I'm like climbing roofs. I'm driving. I'm making U-turns on the highway trying to protect these animals. Yeah. It's weird that that or our human nature is like that. I do the same thing. I, I remember one time I was on a date and there was a, a dog, a stray dog, and I think the girl thought that I was doing that to impress her, and I was like, no, this is what I do. If I see a dog stray, I carry leashes with me and I carry treats, and a lot of times I have my dogs with me. And if I see a dog, especially a scary dog, that's the best way to get a dog. One of the best ways to get a dog that's scared to come to you is you bring out their dog. But if it's a bigger dog, I don't chance that because of a fight. But it's usually little dogs I see running around stray. I do the same thing. I will stop. I will I will grab them and I will find a place to uh, take them if I don't take them myself. Yeah, I got five dogs here right now. Shut your mouth, Tino. You yeah, got five. Yeah. I got four freaking cats. Yeah. So you and I are both psychopaths. And that's why you and I are both, we both connect because we love animals. That's how we, that's, you, that's you got five. Oh, yeah. My, my boy, dad has a dog named Bandit. Wow. We're really, we're yeah, like buds. Boy, come. That, we, we're great minds think alike. You can't have Here's too many dog. dogs, sadly. Come here, come here. Come here, come here. So that's Pony. Sit. Tiny, tiny, tiny. Wow, look at that. One, two, three. I see three, and there's one on the chair. That's four. And then where's and then the got, fifth one? We got He's buddy, hiding. Buddy's got arthritis, so I'm not going to call him over here. He's uh, my oldest We believe right you. We can take your word for it. You got four in the shot. Look at those. Wow, they're all sweet. Look at those beautiful dogs right there. Mickey, Mickey, come here. And so at night, are you in bed and they're all in bed with you like that? Or where do they sleep? No, I, I had to stop doing that. This is the little uh, pit bull by uh, my name Because he's getting too gross or what? You couldn't sleep at night? Your back was hurting? No, okay. Way. So when I was, so my bed in LA was lower. So they would all jump on and then it would be a pain in the ass. And I, I had to stop because the, what we were talking about, carrying your dogs for three years, I had three separate dogs. Uh, they were my oldest ones. They all got that crazy arthritis. They all couldn't walk. They all were, were put down because of that. And three separate years, from the year I was in Vegas to the three I was in Vegas, I was carrying a dog. So it was all three at different years that I was carrying, like what you were saying, at every day in and out of the house, and then until it just became too much. Um, so they were sleeping with me. Actually, they stopped because they couldn't get on the bed anymore. But then my my bed here in Vegas is a little higher, so the two older ones can't. Because they would all be on the bed. And it was really messing with my sleep. And I said, I, I, I can't let this. Because, you know, lack of sleep causes dementia. And uh, I Dude, was like, I it can't fucks be. you up. I have, I have yeah. all my cats that get on me. And I wake up, I got a cat between my legs, a cat on my neck. I mean, I mean, and I yeah. love it. It's so, sometimes it's so awesome. And sometimes I'm like, holy crap, I didn't sleep at all. Because I'm, I'm like submitting yeah. to these animals like, yeah. a, little, like yeah. a little simp. Uh, yeah, I had, to stop, I had to stop that because as soon as I moved back here, I started just the door and they weren't even allowed in the room. Then I started opening up slowly. Now two can get on the bed and that's okay because I have room. So, and I'm sleeping better than I have in the last four years. So, okay, Tina. Yeah, well, we, well, we've been at 55 minutes, so we got to wrap it up here in the next kind of five minutes. So, what do you want the audience? We have a few, you know, got over 100 people watching. What do you want them to know? And we're in and, and the link, Tino, guys, everybody, you can find Tino and everybody go to the Instagram, give him a follow, message him if you want to talk to him because he, you know, had a lot of information tonight uh, or today, excuse me. And if you guys want to connect with him, 
But uh, what do you want to let the people know about you? Where can they find you? And uh, what do you got coming up? Do you know that we? Can yeah, I need followers. I only got like nine hundred followers. I was really bad about that on the road with Sam Tripoli. I didn't tell people about it. I need to get those followers up there. Well, Tino, you, Tino, it. you're you're older than me, but I'm I'm thirty four, so I'm not like a kid. And I'm still a little too old. Like you know, it's like. It's, it's social media is such a young man's game. It is yeah. Well, the point is, is yeah. the point is, is when I is for my for my comedy. Like, follow me to know where I'm gonna be for the memes, for the jokes, because I'm definitely anti-establishment and I make fun of them every chance I get. So go to my Tino uh, Boom. I, I this is an old reference. A lot of people got it, but the When We Were Kings documentary about uh, Muhammad Ali and uh, in the in when they fought. When he fought uh, George Foreman, and there was Ali Bumaye. All so I took Tino Bumaye. It's T I N O B U M A Y E on Instagram, and uh, give my comedy a listen. I'm very. If you guys, uh, the 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 people, the Sam crowd, the Stein crowd, they they seem to love the stuff going against the grain. So I think you might like what I'm doing because it's all anti this cathedral and this amazing administration that's doing so great for the American people right now. Okay, what do you think is going to uh, – Kamala Harris, do you think she'll be president soon? Do you think Biden will finish his four years? I don't know, man. I'm really starting to have a glimmer of hope with all these uh, – what's what's going on in Arizona and these really? other – Really? Now you really can't talk about anything election. This is the most fair, best election ever. I didn't so say still, that. I, didn't I know, say, I know. I, so I like it, Tina. You're still holding out yeah. hope. I like you. Tino, you still, but see, is that hopium? Are you smoking the hopium? I'm not, I'm not teasing. That. Yeah, I mean, I mean, is anything that I'm saying, change? This is what I'm saying. Even, I, this is what I'm saying. This is what I'm saying, the hopium. No matter what happens, if Trump was, we look at him like he's some good guy. He was a vaccine salesman. All of the people, yes. that, all the people that went to the Capitol, he said, fuck you. Trump's not a good guy. Trump's a bad guy. We well, think I'm not he is. Saying, and I like Trump, I, and I like Trump, I, but I just, no, he, not he's saying, not really a good guy. I'm not holding out that he will be back. I'm just holding out that the truth gets revealed and these scumbags maybe be held accountable. That's all I'm saying. Because I agree with you. I don't think he threw the people on the six under the bus because he did say peacefully, do your thing. But I agree with all everything the, else. But they, all these grandmothers getting arrested and all that. Yeah, but that dude, that's, that's, that's the that's the. I know, but he should have... He should have had something in place. He had a little time as a. I'm not. I'm not even trying to bash him. I'm saying I know a guy that went down there his whole life, Sorrentino. His whole life, and I'm not. And I'm not yeah. trying to like virtue signal. But political like, prison, political prisoners, man. Joe Biggs, like four other people are. are still in. It's so it's unfair. It's so, it's so unfair. But he, that's what I'm saying. I'm mad that he didn't stick up for him a little more. That's all I'm saying. I mean, I guess okay. He, he does I, optics. I he does optics. I get it. All this stuff, but dude. Operation Warp Speed, Operation No Thank no. You. Yes, I, I, I agree with what you're saying, and I agree with Dave Smith about the crimes against humanity with Yemen. But, you know, that's every president. So yeah. he was just, he's on his train that he can't really steer another direction. But I liked his big middle finger to the swamp. And, 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 and I'm sure the hell was not gonna be happy with hillary in there the and i love I when he it, rates i loved when he would rate girls on the howard stern show see now i hate howard stern but i used to love howard stern i used to love when I, I, donald trump would come on the howard stern show and be like oh miss universe is a 10 oh that actress is an eight and a half yeah, she needs bigger yeah How, and howard stern howard stern is just a big turncoat what a scumbag he turned out to be the anti-establishment guy is now the big mouthpiece for the establishment i mean it's like all these people it's it's these people that were uh, Occupy Wall Street. Fuck the one percent. Fuck the one percent. Now they're like, uh, oh, and fuck the police. And now it's like, oh no, no, rage against the machine. No, now rage on behalf of the machine. I mean, it's it's we're in clown world, bro. We're we're, we're trying to reason with unreasonable people, and it's not going to happen. The best case scenario is a divorce, secession. I moved to Texas. I'm not going to Florida. But but my thing is, is there's a lot of people in California who think the way we do. Why should they get the best real estate? I mean. Uh, that was Rogan's biggest mistake. He's big enough where he could have made a big dent in that and said, no, I'm staying here. Let's, let's instead of ruining my home and running to Texas, let's make this place like Texas. I agree. I agree. I mean, California is the most beautiful place, best weather on earth. But, dude, it's been hijacked by uh, corrupt politicians. Like, it's really, yeah. you know, that's a sad thing. It's like, and now Nevada, where you are, is starting to get... If, if the, and, and Dallas is going to get like that. Austin's going to get like that. So there's no oasis of this. 
you have to be in, I guess, a small community, local government. I don't know. I mean, I'm just guessing that. Because the New, New Hampshire? World, but the New World Order has got everything under lockdown. It's like by 2030, I'm really afraid of what the landscape of society is going to be like. But all we can do is just... I'm 34. Yeah, I, you know, the, 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 the thing that I'm very thankful for is that I lived my 20s and 30s in freer than what we have now. Like, I can't the even The 90s! Dude, compare the 90s to now when it comes to freedom of speech and, and movies, even the early 2000s. Night and day difference, you know, what gets, what gets uh, that's when, but that's when that PC woke shit started was in the 90s. There's a great book called Coloring the News, and it talks about how all this started. I mean, and you know, S O R O S is behind all this shit, yeah. you know, George just Soros, he's yeah, got DAs under it, he's got DAs, he's got generals, he's got uh governors, he's got it's all Operation these Mockingbird. Well, that, they under they own every media, they have government you know, liaisons for every movie studio. Yeah, I'm preaching to the choir. You, all your people know this. They own the mainstream media. They own Hollywood. They own the justice system. They own the school system. I mean, this is really, this is really bad, man. This is really scary. And I try not to. I wish I could put my head in the sand. I wish I was Pantaleon from the, the Matrix eating that piece of steak going, I know the steak doesn't exist, but I'm going back in the Matrix. I mean, I can't, though. You know, I, my comedy has turned into the anti-establishment comedy. I can't think of anything else. I'm trying. It's not about waking up the sheep. It's about waking up the sheep dogs. And that's what I'm trying to do. That's what I think we're trying to do. It's like the sheep are gone. The NPCs, they're gone. There's no talking to them. There's no reasoning with them. They are in a cult. They are willing to. They were willing. They're they're the band on the Titanic, singing the praises of this retard in office right now. Uh, this beautiful, amazing savior in office right now. We we have to. Be positive. <laughs> I love that. We can't be black pill. It'll, hey, listen, it's not as bad as they say on the news. I know that. So uh, if, I think if you're awake and you choose not to fall into the trap, you can. we can actually, uh, you know, be okay or be, I guess, protected from the new world order. I know that sounds crazy, Tina, but like like I said, there's always going to be people trying to take away our freedom in the under the guise of safety. And so we just have to be either civilly disobedient or, uh, you know, just choose to make our own reality in which we want to live because we can't let other people choose that reality for us, unfortunately. So, uh, Tino, thank you for coming on the Conspiracy Castle. Anything else before we go this, or this afternoon? Well, yeah, I don't want to start another conversation, but you're like civil disobedience. But look what happened to those guys on January 6th, the peace oh, process. Yeah. With no guns, with the with the cops letting him in the barricades, and then you've got three billion dollars worth of damage from Antifa and BLM, and you've got the the vice president talking about bailing him out, and then no 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 one's being charged, and they're going city to city destroying these cities, and it's like yeah, I want to do what you're saying, but it's like if we're the only ones being held accountable, if we're the only ones being arrested. I mean, dude, this is. It's pretty sad. Everybody's going to get arrested, though, very soon, Tina, on both sides. Watch. BLM, these people, look how the Biden administration is They'll let any um, immigrant in, but not Cubans, because Cubans are anti-communism. Just watch. The hypocrisy is going to catch up on the left, but it's going to take a while, and there's going to be a lot of uh, fumble ruskies on the way there and bruises. But you, trust me, there's going to be... Uh, there'll be a like price I like what you were saying, because look who at Bill Maher. Have you been paying attention to him? He, every he's coming out. He was against the school thing. He's just he's been talking about it. Now Sean Penn, the biggest advocate for this idiot down in Cuba, is is against woke culture. It's like asshole. That's what we've been saying for years. It's the snake eating its own tail, and these people aren't gonna learn. By the way, you useful idiots that are that are holding water for these communists, you're gonna be the first to go. I mean, hello, those who don't know history are cursed to repeat it. These fucking people are gonna learn the hard way. The problem is, is we're all on the same boat and they're taking down the boat. You're right. Uh, you know, a rising tide raises all ships and a sinking tide sinks them all. So we're sunk right now. We're heading in a, but hey, we're gonna be positive because you know what? We can still have sex. We can still smoke some weed. We can still have some fun. There's still some fun things they can do. They haven't outlawed yet. They're trying to outlaw it, but they haven't yet, you know? So, and we can still own a cat. I can still have a dog. So I can still have a little fun, right, you know? Well, here's, I'm sorry that I came on as a comedian and was, and you were actually more funny than I am. Uh, so <laughs> I'm prime time 99. I'm the king of all conspiracy dog. I'm here every day, 24 seven. You're in my comedy club today, but don't worry about you it. It's not a competition. I mean, basically, yeah, I do a show almost every day. Yeah. yeah all right. Yeah. Well, I'm going to, I just followed you back. I'm going to start watching your, 
your stuff. You'll um, love it. You'll love it. Come on again, Tina. No, You'll come on again. No, I mean, I was talking to a friend who lives out in Austin, and she's like, you need to find a group of people, and you need to you need to communicate. You need to stay. You know, we need to build our own, you know. Uh, community. Not, yes, community. That was the word. I almost said a word that I probably wouldn't have been good to say on here. But um, with these sensitive-ass and the YouTube's crazy. You got to watch my thing. I get it. I've already had two strikes where you can't stream for two weeks. So my channel's still good on Rockfin. I'll have you on one time for, uh, after a late night show on Rockfin, like, and we'll talk totally uncensored. But just today we had a good we had a good audience. So I just wanted to keep it. Okay. More, expose you to more people. Maybe we'll get some more followers. Help Tina. Go follow him on Instagram. He's almost over to a thousand uh, followers. I want everybody to go follow him. Deborah gets red pilled. Please go follow. Uh, hey. And uh, uh, give them some follow back, uh, if you don't mind. Maybe you'll meet some more truthers, Tino. And we can get your comedy out to some more like-minded people because they are, uh, they're they're shuttling us. They're, they're, they're slowing me down. They're shadow banning yeah. us. They don't want us yeah. to spread the uh, uh, good vibrational energy. They only want us to spread low vibrational energy. So I want to definitely shine a spotlight and help get you out there. My Facebook is the same. It's not Tino Sanchez. If you're going to find me, it's on Instagram and Facebook, Tino Boom IA. It's the, like the movie. I got a link in the description. You oh, okay. click on it. So you guys are going to go Facebook there. Is the, Facebook Fa is the same name, Tino Boom IA. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, thank you for watching.